Hey, it's Billy West, and uh, you're listening to Markin' Out. This is Markin' Out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We Markin' Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We Markin' Out, y'all. Markin' Out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We Markin' Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We Markin' Out, y'all. Markin' Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out, episode 242, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I am your host, Dave, the rave that all the ladies crave. And you can follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Before I introduce to you my co-host... I am going to tell you to go check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash out all lowercase, no caps. Go purchase our two t-shirts up there. Go follow us on Twitter at MarkItOut and go like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash out. And now to my co-host, Brandon. Go follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how you doing? I am doing awesome as always. Always, thanks for asking, Wink. <laughs> How is uh how's your week been? It's been good. It's been good. It's been very busy. I had two exams this week, but that is out of the way and now it's uh smooth sailing for a little. Yeah, our new year's officially begun. The book is now closed or yes. reopened or no? No, 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 no. It's closed. And then it reopens again. <laughs> next no, year. No, no. Yeah, next year it's yeah. open again. Yeah, so uh yeah. How was your uh, fasting? It was it was fine. It was dandy. It was normal. Yeah, I feel it's it stinks, but I guess that's what the holiday is all about. I, I don't I don't really understand. I, I guess religion, but it's in general. Every religion has some sort of an aspect where you uh, repent for your sins and your past and stuff like that. Every religion has something that that's based off of, like like you have uh, Lent. Where you give up something with uh, Judaism, you give up uh, the eating. So every everything really is similar, and and sometimes flavor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the Pope is in town. The Pope is in town. I heard Elijah Burke was going to be uh, in New York City this weekend. Um, he might be. Yeah, the UN is meeting, and I hear he wanted to he wanted to talk to them about pro wrestling. Yeah, being, being a commentator for TNA right now. True story. I hope that that picks up on the news sites. Yeah, right. No, the only news site that would pick that up is kayfabe. Oh, they should do that. Yeah. But other than You're that, listening, wink, wink. Yeah, other than that, I went to the pickle festival. Like I said, I was going to last week. Oh yeah, how was that? Uh, it was I kind of disappointing, but not at the same time. It was still like. I'm kind going, of disappointing, um, but not. Yeah, because I, I was still eating pickles, so that was a cool thing. Yeah, that's good. They had a tent where they had three different flavors of pickles. They had uh, wait, how many? Three at one oh, t- in one okay. tent. They had one was uh, garlic, one was kosher dill, one was new pickle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could buy those on a stick, one for a dollar or six for five dollars. Mm-hmm. So uh, I definitely bought. Five, uh, six for five dollars. Five. Yeah, and then they had another tent elsewhere that was um, like this. They were big pickles, the ones that I, the ones for a dollar. 
Mm-hmm. Then they had smaller pickles for like nine for a quart. But there was there were like honey mustard flavors, and then there was um, oh, what was there was one called like oh I don't even know what it was like some weird name that I was like oh that sounds like it could be interesting, and then I tried it and it was like a bread and butter pickle with peppers, and I was like oh this is no this is uh, not this is because I hate bread and butter pickles. Uh huh. So, but it does sound. In- what was the best one that you had? I mean, probably just the new pickle. The new pickle? Yeah, that's closest to uh, the the kosher half sour. Okay. Yeah. yeah so. those, are, those are usually pretty good. But because it's more, it's the most like a cucumber. Yeah, I can see that. But uh, I was disappointed that like it's a pickle festival. I would assume that you had like other pickled things like tomatoes, onions, other things, but they just had cucumber pickles. Mm-hmm. They didn't have coolicles, which I was kind of disappointed about, but I guess I got to go to the south for that. I don't know what that is. It's we spoke about it last week. Right? I know, and even off the <laughs> show, after the, after you uh, we recorded, it's literally it, it's literally twice. it's literally a pickle that's then brined in Kool Aid. Oh yeah, now I remember. Yeah, so it's red. <laughs> so I don't know if I have no clue if it's good or not. I hope it is. I hope I try yeah. it one day. But yeah, that was that was cool. A lot of other good, cool things happened this week on uh, Jimmy Fallon. They had uh, uh, the good Good Burger sketch. Yeah, that was very funny, very uh, nostalgic. Kel Mitchell reprising his role as uh, Ed, and then Keenan Thompson reprising his role as the construction worker. That was pretty yeah. cool. That nice, was cool. Nice little all that reunion. Yeah. Um, you also had uh, Mel Brooks. He was on. Uh, uh, James, what is it, Cordran? Corden. Corden. I always forget it. But yeah, he was on that. I was watching that on uh, YouTube the other day. Well, I liked uh, him. He did stuff with uh, Stevie Wonder, the karaoke in the car. I didn't see that. It's really good. It's funny. Oh, I have to watch that. I, I love his karaoke in the car. Yeah. I thought that the one with him and uh, Justin Bieber was actually really funny. I think all of them are good. Yeah, um, I also like it when it's a, what, let's take a break, or whatever, where he goes to work for someone. Oh, I've never seen that. Wait, really? Yeah, no, I've never seen that. I have to send you the clip. You would laugh your butt off, because I, I think I think he's a very underrated late night talk show I, host, though. I agree. I, he walks into, like, a random shop, and he just goes to an employee, and he's just like, you look like you could use a break. You want to take a break? And they'll take a break and he'll step in to work for them. That's funny. And like, so the most recent one, he was working at a, a dog uh, grooming, like a dog sitter store. Yeah. So he was taking care of dogs. There's one where he worked at a hot dog stand. And yeah, it's just, just it's very, very entertaining and funny. It's interesting. I, yeah. I feel like I'm more of a fan of him and Jimmy Fallon than anybody else. And it may be associated because they always have those side um activities like how Fallon does a lot of drinking games like uh what Drinko I think the machine yeah, is yeah the drink I see that's the thing like if I I mean not that I would ever be eligible to go on Jimmy Fallon but if I did and and he was like oh let's do Drinko I'd be like can you make them all pickle juice <laughs> <laughs> you can always do the uh what is it the slapping slap off see that or? I that's not I don't care for that one 
You can do I, the, I'm more, I like whether the, or not the true or uh, true detective one. Which what's that? Uh, where they either read a lie or the truth about something that they've done, and oh, they have. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. So you could always do that. I like the uh, the pie in the face one. Yeah, that's funny. And I like what's in my box. That's good. Oh, I, just, I, I also like the uh, the egg. Uh, uh, hard yeah, see, I couldn't, I couldn't do that one. No, I cannot see you doing anything like that. I'd be like, bro, this is not even like this. Is my only suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if I ever went to the Emmys, I was be like, this is my only suit. Like I don't need to. I'm not yeah. wearing a tux. What am I wearing a tuxedo for, right? <laughs> I already um, won the won or lost. Yeah, right. But uh, it, well, it, oh, it, it, what? What were you gonna say? Did no, you no, see? No. Uh, I was gonna say, did you see the anything from the Emmys? Oh yeah, I watched the Emmys. Did you? I I didn't watch, but I I heard that Game of Thrones completely cleaned house. Yeah, whatever. I heard that they won a yeah, lot. Yeah, and then uh, they they brought a cake out for George R R Martin. Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, I did I did see the clip of Peter Dinklage uh, spitting his gum into his wife's mouth. I didn't see that, but I really? did, yeah, but I saw him actually win it. But yeah, that's it was pretty funny. He he wins. He's chewing gum. He wins. He kisses his wife and starts to walk away, and then real quick turns back to his wife and gives her a kiss, and obviously spits the gum into her mouth because she's laughing her butt off, and he's just looking like a boss just walking back up to the stage. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Sandberg, but it's whatever that he was hosting. Andy? Yeah. I thought you were. Nah, not really. I like, I... I think my favorite is Lonely Island stuff. I mean, that's what I think the only thing he really does have going. I watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I really like. I wasn't a fan of it. I really like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But I, I feel know, like I, I don't. I feel like I don't like it because of him. I like it because of the cast. Uh huh. So I don't know. I, I can't get behind any of these uh, late night hosts because I I am not a fan of Sandberg. I'm not a fan of uh, Sandberg's not Ives. a late night host. Well, no, like this. <laughs> but you, you just don't like new SNL. Doesn't he have his own show? Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's not a late night. Oh, I host. thought that he. I thought he had a late night time gig. Uh, late time gig too. No. Alright, well, Seth Meyers I don't like, though. Speaking of SNL, though, finally. Yeah. After, after nine years, I believe, I've been submitting my name into the hat to win tickets to SNL, and finally I, I won, so that's pretty... I'm psyched for that. So if you want to go with Brandon, write us an essay as to why you think, why you believe that you should be going. Yeah, Most likely, chan- chances <laughs> are, will not win anything. Yeah, But no. we'll acknowledge you and probably read it. It's crazy that it's been since 2006, and it's crazy even more so because you can only enter during the month of August. That's wild. Yeah, so every year, every August for so since they, 2006. So they give out like the entire year, like the entire following year, or no? Yeah, since like if you enter in August, I just found out basically two weeks before the show. So, I, so. If, if you entered in August, right? Can you win tickets to next July? There is no show in July, bro. When does it record? SNL season is September. Oh no, October to uh, maybe May. 
Oh, I, I didn't know that they took a break. Yeah, they take summer break. Oh, for some reason I thought SNL was like a actual weekly thing. No, they took right. summer break. Yeah, so it's you can only enter in August. So for the past nine years, I've been entering. And you can't choose which show you go to or anything like that, right? Right. So I'm I'm going to Amy Schumer. Okay. And, well, I mean, and, it seems like she's been uh, changing your mind about her. I mean, yeah. I mean, I wasn't never like. No, you really. No, I wasn't completely against her, but sometimes her comedy is just too in your face. Like, it's just too in your face. I can't explain yeah. it any other than that. But the musical guest is the weekend, so I'll be seeing him do two performances. I assume more uh, than I thought we were going to ever see. Which is that's the the kid that came out there in Taylor Swift. Yeah, I don't perform. care. For him. I still have no clue. I, I, mean, I don't. I don't get why he's called the weekend. A weekend is two. Uh, what he's he's one. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, get it. I mean, people have weird names all the time. I mean, why are you called the rave? Like you're not even the rave is a thing. <laughs> people dance at. Well, it's because I one time at a uh, an arena, I tried to start a wave. One time at a bar mitzvah, I started the wave. Yeah, but <laughs> it's my uh, my speaking problems at times, and hey, guys, uh, I stuck up on words. I said rave instead of wave. <laughs> So that's well, why. How old were you? Uh, I was thirty. <laughs> I was. Uh, it happened two weeks. By ago. the way, I fixed the bow tie when I said thirty. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't but, even think I own a bow tie. But speaking of bow ties, you know how to tie a bow tie? No, I don't know how to tie a regular tie. Oh, well played. Yeah. So, but <laughs> speaking of bow ties, I'm uh, being well played. I finally caved in. Finally, uh, bought a PlayStation Four. Uh, yeah, I dropped a boatload of money on it, but it's, I mean, clearly that's how much a, a system costs, but I ended up getting... Dude, you know 2017's going to be on the new system. Yeah, but I don't, 2017's not going to be a new system. It may. No, it, it, that's two years from now. They're not going to release, and even still, if it is, I have the <laughs> PS4. I don't need to update until like at least 2020 or something like that. I don't know. The only thing I'm interested in now is I think that Oculus Rift. I don't know it. Really? I think I could see you getting sick from it. It's a virtual reality uh, complex where you put like it's kind of like you remember that old uh, what is it? Virtual boy. Virtual boy. Yeah, I wasn't old enough to have that. Really? How old do you think I am? Dude, you're near 30. You're closing in on it. <laughs> you're closing, closing in on the, on the yeah, later okay. years of your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, I probably you, could you, have been alive for it, but I wasn't like... Do you remember what it looked like or no? It was red, right? Yeah, it was red. And it was just like um, like goggles that you looked into. Yeah, I think That's, somebody, saw a family friend of ours owned one. Yeah, it's kind of like that, the Oculus Rift, except it's uh, portable. Like it's not um, on a standing it's not on a stand. Yeah. It, it just looks really cool. That I would spend the money on. Yeah, I don't need virtual reality. That's not something I do. Yeah. It's like I can't do that. I can't do 3D movies. It's just it's too much for my eyes. Oh. But I'm excited I by... Do, I could do 3D movies. I just can't. I, there's sometimes where I sit in the movies where I, I can't do stuff like, what is it, Cloverfield? Where they have like the first person video camera work going. First of all, I can't believe that you admitted that you saw Cloverfield. Yeah, it, it was interesting. 
Um, I, I'm not a fan of that. That gets me nauseous. Where it's like from the like a Blair Witch kind of a thing, where the person's yeah, actually yeah. carrying a camera. I, yeah. I get sick from that. But with PlayStation Four, I'm excited. I'll uh, finally be able. To, I mean, I, I haven't had a system that really truly worked in my bedroom uh-huh. since Xbox. Which oh. I still I still have my Xbox plugged in, but like if I want to play a DVD or a video game on it, I have to like reset it like a bunch of times because Xbox is just garbage. Well, I hope you. So get, I really uh, I don't watch DVDs or play games in my room, but I hope you get out of your room a little bit then. I don't feel like I'll be in here for hours, but because I don't really sit for hours and play 2K16 unless I'm creating somebody. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. I, I know I would. Or I or if I'm looking online for somebody, and now yeah. that you got to pay for online, that sucks. But oh wait, you had to pay for PlayStation Online now? Yeah. Uh, they finally were like, "Oh, Xbox does it, and everybody buys it." So yeah, but that was a big selling point for PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, it sucks, but they they give you a bunch of free games apparently with the PlayStation Plus and everything. Mm-hmm. So there, my friend was showing me a computer emulator well not an emulator but i forgot what it was uh you stream the video games through this console but i forgot what it was but it's like every video game is like only 399 nine, uh, 99 cents or some of them go up to like 25 dollars but it's like the actual xbox games playstation games and stuff except on your computer it's weird yeah i, f- I forgot what it was but it looked pretty cool yeah so this time next week i should probably have a playstation 4 what game? Uh, it's coming with Batman Arkham Knight, oh, I think. And then cool. it also comes with FIFA 16. So okay. I'm going to trade both of those in, and I won't have a game <laughs> until the end of October. Oh, that's... Because what I don't need to... I mean, there'll there'll be demos and stuff I could probably download. I would not trade them in. You're bet if you don't open them, you could get more money selling it. Oh, right, Xbox. exactly. You know what? I'm going to try and just go to Walmart and try and return them. Yeah, you can get more money with doing that as opposed to doing a trade-in. Yeah, well, because trade-ins, I'm guaranteed at least 30 bucks with FIFA yeah, but and it's then a, Batman. Yeah, but no, I'm going to – I forgot I wanted to try to go to Walmart Yeah, it's first. a $60 game. I mean, you can tell them you got it as a birth, as a as a present yeah. or something. And I wouldn't be lying. It came from Walmart, so. Yeah, so bring <laughs> it back to Walmart. Because I know Walmart – I think they do take unopened video games back. So yeah, and and it's that they sell those for full price. So then I could get two K sixteen plus. But do I really want to reserve from Walmart? I don't think so. No, but I do think that you shouldn't go trade them in. I'm very opposed to trading in video games because of the That's amount I, that you get. Like the, they completely take, yeah, uh, rip off the customer, and That's it's not. I, and I really do hate that too. Because and I feel, but I don't know. Traded like if I trade in like it's brand new, unopened. Normally yeah. they're pre-owned games that they're they're already played and stuff. But even, I still, even still with those, like I absolutely can't stand that. Like I know people who do that all the time, and it's like. You just like two months ago paid sixty, fifty, sixty, seventy dollars for this video yeah. game, and now you're just getting ten bucks for it. Yeah, I but don't I, understand. But I, get how a, any... but I get a new, brand new video game instead. Yeah, like it comes but... towards that. I'm like, but towards that, but they're only giving you like ten dollars towards that or twenty dollars towards that. Yeah, so essentially you, you you're lose... out like thirty, forty dollars. Yeah, 
So I, that's why I would never sell my systems. I would never get rid of any of my games and yeah. anything. I mean, that's so. that's the one thing nobody realizes. Like, th that's the entire gimmick. They're like, we're gonna put this towards your video game purchase. So, but they don't realize that they're still losing at like thirty, forty dollars on the deal. Yeah. I mean, GameStop's not gonna do the deal if they don't make out on it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that was a funny yeah. way to say it. GameStop's well, not gonna make any deals with you unless they make out. <laughs> on it yeah um all right so <laughs> let's get on with the pro wrestling yes i think this week ah i defeated you in predictions really yes when was the last time that happened i think the last pay-per-view seriously <laughs> yeah um let's see i'm looking at it right now one you? two three four one two oh no the last time you won but the time before that i won how did what what did I pick wrong that you picked wrong? Um, who's the S? Uh, Shield, Ryback, um, NB, Nikki Bella, New Day, and I couldn't figure out this one. I wrote down CW and NLB. CW, Cosmic Wasteland, and Lucha oh. Dragons. Okay, Mark, man, now that I win, so you got. Wait. <laughs> Did I win? Stardust. You got that. I missed that. So, one, two, three. Are we tied? One, two, three. Wait. Two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four. No, I still beat you. Five, four. Damn it. Yeah, I, I got you on the Orden. I mean, uh, Orden. Owens, Ryback, and the Wyatt's Shield. Mm. Everything else we picked this. Well, Cosmic Wasteland, you got. Well. But, as you're hearing Dave say, uh, Night of Champions took place this past Sunday. Toyota Center, Toyota <laughs> Center out there in Houston, Texas. And uh, some matches happened. We had the pre-show kickoff match. Which, by the way, beforehand, they had the panel was outside mm -hmm. with a ring set up behind them. The ring was... It was... Why? I have no clue. It was there... Obviously promoting the um, those creative figure things that they have out. Oh yeah, come yeah, with yeah. like that ring with the thing above it, yeah. the canopy. That but does look really cool. I am not, eh. but I, I want to know why there was a wrestling ring out there. I really, I thought Cosmic Wasteland and Lucha Dragons were about to wrestle in that. Yeah, but that didn't happen. Yeah, which makes no sense. Like. That's why I don't know if, like, did a match happen beforehand? Like, was there some sort of pre-show yeah. there? But I don't know. But I, I doubt that they did, but I, it's, like, such a waste of a time. Yeah, so they, they went into, they moved into the arena for the actual kickoff show. Then uh, Cosmic Wasteland, that's Connor, Victor, and Stardust, uh, picked up the victory there against Lucha Dragons and Neville. Yeah, I was a big fan of uh, Neville selling this, selling the... Uh, what is it? Uh, crossroads. No. Um, the, the, yeah, you could say Crossroads. Yeah, Crossroads. You know, he, he like did the uh, complete uh, 360 spin. Yeah. I, I like that. I wonder if Stardust will have that as a finisher in 2K16 or his short-lived um, STF. No, STO. Remember, remember when he first debuted the gimmick? He had that SEO that was so. like super cool, like a super cool version of it. So I don't know if oh, they're going to have... Oh, where he 
poke the leg. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that'll be in or if it'll I'm, just be that. No, yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see. Because cutoff um, time is probably the night after WrestleMania. So I have no clue. Yeah, but that, the match, Cosmic Wasteland, was good. Lucha Dragons, Neville were cool. They did that spot where they went to the top turnbuckles and they did the moonsaults and uh, the diving yeah. rope dive to the outside. That was awesome. They, they, they all, uh, all six wrestlers really nailed it in this match. It was a good opener. Yeah. Uh, to kick off Night of Champions officially. Also, I was going to say that we uh, found out on the pre-show via Sheamus that, I think it was via Sheamus, that Seth Rollins was going back-to-back matches. I wanted it to be John Cena and Rollins to open it up, but I guess you understand Sting. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I, that's not even true because they still had just about the same amount of time. Yeah, they both had equal time. Uh, next, uh, um, to open the match, you had Ryback defending his IC title against Kevin Owens. Uh, following a rake to the face, um, Owens uh, wrapped up Ryback with that small package. Yeah, Very like, happy to see that. I like Booker T on SmackDown was arguing that it was legal. He goes, man, the ref don't see it as legal. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, I was a fan of this. Especially, like, I mean, I know how we were talking about cheap victories. But, but that's like a Owens, different that's a different cheap victory. Yeah, I feel like Owens, his cheap victories are good. Kind of like with Seth, Seth Rollins. I think that his are fine. I know you may Sometimes. be back and forth with it. I'm completely fine with his cheap victories. Yeah. But um, it was a good good uh, opener for the actual pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, and it got the crowd on their feet, especially with Owens becoming the new Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. And I know uh, they asked him if he will uh, be changing the Intercontinental Championship to the old design, and he said absolutely not or something. Mm-hmm. So. I, I like the white belt. I do, too. I really, I really am a fan of it. Yeah. Makes it stand out. It looks like, it just looks like a prestigious title. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Up next, we saw Dolph Ziggler. Debuting some long tights there with uh, Lana's face over his crotch area or his crotchal area. A la Rick Rude. Yeah, it's very Rick Rudish. And uh, picked up the victory there against Rusev. Yeah. Um, Great match. That's the match I would have assumed picked up, uh, opened the show, except I guess how are you going to do championship, championship, championship? Yeah, well, it is Night of Champions. Yeah, but still. I, I feel mean, like if you're well, going to do the, that. This is the pay-per-view to do that on. <laughs> and I guess, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I think, I'm pretty positive they've done that in the past where only they've had championship matches on this. I, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. You know, the, do, you know, do you remember what the very first night of champions was? I barely remember WrestleMania three years ago, dude. <laughs> I mean, but there's only reason, one reason why you should remember when it was. It was oh, June 2007. At them getting the victory? What? No, that's Great American Bash. It was June 2007. I believe that was the first one where uh, Benoit was supposed to win the ECW title. Oh. And then the Punk? Yeah. And then Jomo that, ended up winning it. I would have. I remember watching that with you. I would have loved to see Chris Benoit versus CM Punk. Yeah, that was the day I graduated high school. Was it? Yep. That's why you were over my house. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
right. Which so, is so stupid. Why do you, like, who cares that you graduated? Well, it's an accomplishment. Eh. Not many people do. Eh, I mean, if you do, you do, though. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Next up, you had a tag team match as the titles were on the line as New Day. New Day? Big E and Kofi Kingston defending the championship against the Dudley Boys. Uh, Dudley Boys picked up the victory by DQ. I mean, it's very... Yes, we did pick New Day as the winners of this match, but it's kind of... Uh, I mean, I think we said last week that we could see this going into a tables match. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. But I don't... Actually, you know, maybe... It, I don't know. Cause how I, is... I think it will. Especially so that so that, does that able so much? But does that mean their next match are, is also going to end in like a DQ or something? When's their next match? They announced for the tag team titles at Madison Square Garden. Oh yeah, I think that's going to be DQ or no contest or something. I think it's going to. I think the only way the title is going to change hands, or or New Day is going to pick up a cheap victory. Right. That could be it too. New Day picking up a very cheap Imagine victory, like that. causing a distraction. Imagine that in the Dudley Boys' basically hometown. Yeah. Forget about kayfabe. Dudleyville's New York City. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was a good match, though. It was Big E doing that big splash again on the apron. I'm a big fan of it. More, most importantly, I should say, like Dude, literally, yep. literally, yeah, anything could have happened that night. Sting literally could have won the WWE Championship that night. Wouldn't even matter because Xavier Woods' hair and he had his, the, what are they, I don't know, the the strands from your shirt. I don't know what you would call those. Fringes? Uh, okay, yeah, 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 fringes. Whatever they were. Uh, yeah, it was dressed up kind of like Rufio from Hook, the leader of the Lost Boys. Yeah. So True was, story. Uh, my aunt and uncle got me that VHS when I was a kid. It was a really cool story, yeah. more like. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, that's always one of my favorites. Yeah, it's a good film. It really is. But um, but it was one of those things that, like, clearly, right away, I'm like, that's Rufio. He's got Ruf the same hair. Oh. He's, got, he's got the 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 fringe or whatever. I don't want to say yeah. fringe. There's definitely another word to use there. But uh, fringe. Yeah, but whatever. And then JBL's just sitting. Over and over and over, trying to pound it into our heads that it's no, that's so and so from that movie when gladiators or whatever. Gladiators. Yeah, because What's Roman, because about? Roman emperor helmets have the red mohawks. Bro, like, are you kidding me? That you like you use that once, stupid. didn't hit. Used it twice, didn't hit. Used it three times. You're That's wrong. Stupid. Michael Cole's like, it's Rufio. He goes, ah, it's King Leonidas or whatever he said. King Leonidas? Or whatever he said. I, I'm almost certain he said Leonidas. That's 300. And that... Did he have the helmet? A, no. So? There, no feathers were harmed in 300. That, no. It's not feathers. No, that was, that was poor... Those aren't uh, feathers. Hmm. I don't think the Romans wore feathers. I I don't know what it is. It's a broom. It's like a broom. The broom top. Yeah, I they didn't wear that. I never um, saw three hundred. It's probably a garbage movie anyway. No, it's actually. <laughs> um. Yeah, but good match. You ended up with the Dudley Boys putting uh, Xavier Woods through a table via three D. 
Um, but yeah, that's how the, the table got involved, and that's how the DQ got initiated, right? I don't recall. I think that's the reason why. It's kind of funny because there's that clip going around where Devon helps set up the table that he's about to be put through, even though he didn't get put through, uh, put through it. I thought that was pretty funny. But you got to realize, I mean, they're also, they don't want to have allowed their their opponent to, like, mess up in the ring. Yeah. I mean, if that if they didn't see that table, the table leg underneath itself, that could have been dangerous. I mean, or it could have just not set up. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Brandon's match of the night. Charlotte picked up the victory over Nikki Bella to become the new Divas champion. The one thing I really, really hate about two things that I really, really hate about this. Is I, I feel like a, I'm going to guarantee be the same ones as you. Say a. Well, for one, all of a sudden Charlotte's leg is miraculously healed. Oh no, that's not even one of them. No, and she can all of a sudden she's got a bum leg like the whole match, and all of a sudden locks in the figure eight and can put it on perfect. All the yeah. Put all the strength down that she needs for it. Nope, that wasn't mine. Makes no sense. Mine, mine is that that uh, fabulous Mula and all these people from the past were Divas champions now. No, I don't think that's what they were saying. Yeah, that's what they claimed. No, that's not they what they, they were, were saying. They, they were the women's champion, not no relation to the Divas championship. Yeah, but they were still former. Like they're they're not showing Eve Torres. They're not showing. Maurice. Yeah, but those are the former Divas champions. These other women that they brought yeah, no, up. No, I understand. Champions. Yeah, definitely. I definitely understand. I wouldn't have at all picked that out of a hat or picked that out of anywhere that that's what you were going to complain about. Yeah, no, that really annoyed me because I hated when they where they try to hype up something with false information. I think they even said something about that. Like, oh, that's not – they weren't Divas champions. I don't know. They might have said something like that. Yeah. What so, was the other thing? Oh, that Charlotte won. Yeah, I still can't believe that. Yeah. Um, there was a point in the match that I did like. I liked uh, Nikki Bella, I think, did uh, leg whip to Charlotte off of the ring apron. I thought that was pretty cool. What happened to uh, Brie during the match? I don't was know. Was she not at ringside? She, yeah, both of them were. Why didn't she interfere to break up that pin at the end? I don't know. I guess she wasn't supposed to. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. It's unfortunate. Charlotte's champion. Well, whatever. Uh, you know what? It was going to happen at some point. Let's get it done with. So the new record, 301. That's how many days Nikki was Divas champion. All right. 301 days. It's it's still like that's so I, – I can't. Like that's so bad. She's Charlotte is awful, and and I had so much hate coming towards us for Night of Champions and Monday Night Raw. I, I don't like it how so many people spew out hate. But like they'll a, tell you like really quickly how you're wrong, how stupid you are. I was tweeting out like I was, I was tweeting out I, my one of my favorite tweets that I tweeted out last night was uh, or not last night at the pay per view. Yeah. What I think it was during the pay per view was uh, I tweeted out saying all of. Charlotte Flair fans need to dot 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 and I posted a link for that Alter Bridge song Open Your Eyes yeah remember that song such yeah, an yeah, awesome yeah. song 
Which, by the way, Alter Bridge and Creed should go on tour together because they're the same thing. Yeah, basically. but see Creed. Right. I, I would love to see Creed. Nah. All right, so what about it? What about your tweet? I was like, oh, because that people need to open their eyes. Oh, uh, did it get retweeted a lot? I have no idea. I don't, I don't, I, I don't like how people, like, they, legit people take offense to it. It's like, this is only our opinions. And our it, like, opinions, it does, but our opinions, well, my opinion at least, for the better half of my opinions tend to be correct. Come on. I'm sorry, but I think... No, 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 no. Don't say you're sorry. All of a sudden you were like, oh, maybe she isn't that great of a wrestler. Yeah, Same but thing with AJ. still, I'm not going to... I mean, I'm not going to harp about her getting to an argument when it's just opinions. Yeah, it's like, like you don't got to argue with me religion. saying, yeah, when I say something like, oh, Charlotte Flair sucks or the wrong person won or whatever, and someone like responds, eh, Nikki Bella sucks, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, she doesn't. No, actually, if you actually compare Nikki and Brie from when they first, during their first uh, tenor with the company and compare it to now, they have improved a lot. And I do and not forget think about that. forget about improving a lot. If you compare Nikki and Brie from now till when, sh- like from Charlotte's debut to now, yeah. Regard like who's That's better? One. That's half, and I half, guess. Yeah, yeah just one half. half, yeah. But who's better? It's yeah. clearly Nikki. Are are I, are they Hall of Famers? I probably. I agree with you. I think that Nikki and the Bella Twins are future Hall of Famers, especially now with this uh, the record that Nikki has. I mean, they have done a lot with the company. So is AJ a Hall of Famer? I'm going to say no because of her association with CM Punk. I mean, there's a reason why they took this uh, title away from her. Now she's not the longest reigning Divas champion anymore. Now she's just a footnote in history. Exactly. Now she's just a former WWE diva. Who skips. Yeah. So, uh, but I do think the WWE has to be more cautious when they start to give out such uh, prestigious titles. They have to really put more thought into it, whether or not this person's going to stick with the company for a while. And I also, I also hate, like... I cannot stand when someone says, oh, Brie and Nikki are only where they are, more specifically Nikki, because of who she's sleeping with. Yeah. Which... I, I think that's just people buy into the rumors. I don't buy into any of that. Charlotte, they don't mention even the fact that her the, the only reason why she's employed by WWE... Ric Flair... I mean, oh, she's I'm not... gonna I'm gonna go to WWE developmental. I don't want anything to do with the Ric Flair name. Yes. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take the name Charlotte. I'll woo. I'll do all of my father's moves. I'll do the whole gimmick. Yeah, when she first started with NXT, she made mention she wanted no involvement, and everyone forgets that. And then WWE were quickly like, "Well, uh, we're gonna it, put the it, strap on you, and you're gonna be Ric Flair." Except yeah, um, a lot. I think I think fans are have to open their eyes. Even if you don't agree that she is a good wrestler or whatever like that, I do think they have to start to realize that she wouldn't be there without Ric Flair. If Ric Flair was not her father, she would not be in the WWE. And I, she, I like I like somebody said David Flair was given a chance, or whatever. But like he's clearly not in WWE anymore. But I said if David Flair was athletic and debuted. In, I was a big David Flair fan. Because of Daphne and Crowbar or because yes. of David Flair? I, because of Daphne and Crowbar, but I like their gimmick, the psychotic gimmick. I was, yeah, it was good. I still can't believe he was dated 
Stacey Keebler. That's nuts. Yeah, that's true. But, but you know, he he dated her because because yeah, his father was Ric Flair. Because yeah. his father was wheeling dealing. So but, I feel like we could but, come out with a top ten list as to like be whatever whatever because their father is Ric Flair. I feel like that is definitely uh, possible. Yeah, but like I, I was gonna say is that if David Flair was more athletic or just athletic in general. <laughs> Uh, and was breaking into the business in 2013, he would 100% be on WWE television today. Yeah, I, I just they have to realize that it, she is where she is because of her dad. Because yeah. look at the roster. You're going to tell me she has more talent than Sasha Banks? Come on. Well, yeah, I don't understand. Sasha Banks was part of the whole quote-unquote divas revolution too. Why was she not even given the opportunity to wrestle for the title. And then the entire goal, the fallback is, well, she put on a five-star match with whoever she did. And it's like, yeah, but... Are you talking so, about... What? talking about Charlotte? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with her with match Natty. With yeah. But to but then me... Look at, but then what about... Uh, to me, you, that's all Natty. Did you miss... Yeah, look who she was uh, facing. But also, what about Bailey and Sasha Banks? Didn't they just put on a five-star match? Yeah. How does that still make Charlotte better than them? Put on Charlotte because Charlotte put on a five star match with Emma and Dana Brooke and uh, Becky Lynch. <laughs> yeah, I mean that amazing match, and I still don't get how WWE was okay with that, considering that Emma and Dana Brooke are still together. I'm still baffled by all that. All yeah, right, I, don't, I Let's... really don't understand why that wasn't just a tag team match. Yeah, uh, makes sense. All right, let's move on. The Wyatt family took off. That was one of my shield. favorite baseball players, by the way. I don't know why, but Who? Mo Vaughn. Um, <laughs> he was. I don't know. He was never my favorite. He was Frank decent. Thomas. Frank Thomas was my favorite. The big hurt. All right, so Wyatt family took on the Shield and their tag team partner, the fan from the audience. Yeah, is now serving a ten day jail sentence. So good job, everyone! Uh, everyone, I, I right away thought that was Joey Mercury, and I was waiting for Jamie Noble to be there too. Like for whatever reason, I have no clue. But uh, then everyone, which then I later saw pictures, and everyone's like, "Is that um, Drake Young? Uh, Drake Younger? Yeah, Drake Quartz. Drake Quartz. Drake Younger. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. Um, yeah. So it ended up being Y two J." Uh, Chris Jericho, and it wasn't, I mean... It's cool given the fact that he has history with them. It's, yes, it's but cool it's still, for that factor, but it's a letdown. I mean, if it was, like, the guy's been working your house shows and everything like that. It's like, they just gave him, they were like, hey, could he, could he come in this weekend to stay around another day? Like, I don't know. And everyone, I, everyone's like, oh, Jericho did an awesome job at putting Strowman over, but I don't think that's the case because, like, I wasn't, like, that ending was, eh. Yeah, I I, I did like how uh, Strowman took the Superman punch and stuff like that and still remained on his feet. He was just, like, a little bit stunned. It was a good match. It really, it wasn't bad at all. Yeah, I just, it was a I, good match. That ending, though, I didn't, I... I, I think that the entire, I'm still more uh, upset that WWE has never cashed in on Bray Wyatt being a main eventer. They've come cl- very close, but they never actually gave him the, the ball to run with it. Especially, like, he's had good feuds with 
Daniel Bryan. That match at Royal Rumble was is still one of my favorites. Him versus Jericho. Jericho. I mean, they just really have to give him a chance at some point. And even more so with the ending that I don't understand is after Jericho lost, uh, Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose are standing in the ring, and Jericho just like shoulders them and leaves. Yeah, so hopefully like, we what, see what, 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 Jer- Jericho heel is always my favorite. Yeah, but what is like why? Maybe we'll see Jericho versus Dean Ambrose. I mean, I don't know. Even though he's with the Wyatts, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But he's already announced. He's been announced <sighs> to have that match at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, who is Luke Harper, right? Nope, it's Kevin Owens. Oh yeah, Kevin Owens. And it's now for the title. All right, so that should be very good. Um. All right, so next match you we had have the co-main event. Yeah, co-main event. WWE United States Champion Seth Rollins defending his title. Against John Cena. Yeah, I feel like this this was kind of spoiled by the the comeback of the John Cena Champ is Here US Champion shirts. There is no comeback. Sale. They've always been on sale. Stop saying that. That pisses me off. Why Why would they always... You just read a dirt sheet thing and read too much no, into it. Why would they always be on sale? Why wouldn't they? It's a hot seller. If he's not the champion. Who cares? It's a hot seller. That's like... But he's not the champion, so you shouldn't be selling that product. There was tons of stuff that WWE sells that still doesn't make sense. That or not still doesn't make sense, but like a Charlotte T-shirt. Yeah. So this match was actually really good. What? Yeah, that's like a hot T-shirt. Charlotte's second T-shirt. No, they have a special edition T-shirt for the NXT tour in Texas, and of course, everything's bigger in Texas. It goes to the full size. It's uh-huh. like a, the Texas flag in the background, but it's like a wooden fence with the oh, NXT cool. logo with fire branded into it. That's cool. That's a, that's a hot shirt. That really is. If I was from Texas or, or was going to an you event. Have, you have a Texas t-shirt, though. No, right? I don't. No. I thought you bought a t-shirt in Texas. No, I bought, I bought a specific shirt to go to Texas and wear. Yeah, okay. That being the Stone Cold Steve Austin Rattlesnake. Yeah. So I, I got to wear that and just <laughs> coincidentally, the hotel room... That was right next to mine, was 316. There you go. Uh, I like that John Cena actually nailed the Yoshi Tonic this time. It didn't look sloppy, and I think that's a lot because of Rollins. Uh, I, I, I'm okay with John Cena doing the Yoshi Tonic. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I'm fine with him doing that move as long as it hits. I know there was, I mean, it, it, I don't, if you don't I, hit it correctly, it could be dangerous. Well, forget about dangerous, just looking good. Yeah, that too. But I, mean, I don't. I don't think it looked like the time Matt Hardy did it to like Trevor Murdoch or whatever. Mur- well, other way Trevor around, Murdoch probably would have been doing it to him. But yeah, oh, it didn't. It was the other way around. It looked because Murdoch's Murdoch's that's was one of his moves. Okay, then yeah. But I don't. There was. I mean, I don't think John Cena always looks bad doing that. No, no, I'm not saying always. I feel like just maybe the last week on Raw, I, I it caught my eye. Mm. Um, I did like how Rollins evaded the AA as he always does. I'm just a fan of that where he just kicks, uh, flips out of him, lands on his feet, and then usually goes into a super kick or something. Yeah. I always like that spot. Uh, you had that top rope suplex to the Falcon Arrow again. Um, and 
Yeah, then you got two AAs, one in the ring and then post-match, I believe. Yeah, so John Cena's now the U.S. champion. Again. Yeah. Hey, I'm fine with it. Yeah, no, I'm as long as Open what challenge. we saw, yeah, as long as what we <laughs> saw happen beforehand. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then for our main event for the WWE Championship, very first time Sting Wrestling, a WWE pay-per-view main event for the WWE Championship, uh, lost against Seth Rollins, still your champion Seth Rollins. Yeah, I'm okay with this. Uh, what did you think about the spot where Rollins like pushed Sting, Sting through the table to the commentator? I loved that spot. Okay. I real did you or no? I didn't. I'm indifferent. Because I like because I don't. I don't recall ever seeing. Like it, it literally, it looked as if that was Sting's Hell in a Cell moment. <laughs> yeah, it, I was Where, very different with it. In my head, all I pictured was Rikishi falling off of the <laughs> Hell in a Cell, and that was the same equivalent from yeah. being pushed off the commentator table. I, through it. I was impressed that Sting actually did a flying crossbody to the outside. Yeah. I was impressed by that. Sting brought then, it for some things, I should say. Not all of it. Yeah, for some things. And then he had what they're saying, a neck injury at the end of the match after taking that powerbomb where he completely collapsed on Rollins. He said the first powerbomb screwed his neck up where he felt it and said, oh, it won't happen again. I'll be safer next time. It's completely my fault. Seth Rollins does it again, boom, can't feel my hands, can't feel my legs or whatever, I said I got spaghetti legs or whatever, uh, TMZ reported that stuff, dirt cheats, Sting, broken neck, can't wrestle yeah, ever again, rear over. Sting's like, uh, if the time is right, if the if the thing is right, so I don't buy this injury at all, really, I don't I know mean, what I'm, to I believe. Wouldn't, you know what, I wouldn't put it past that, maybe he was dehydrated. I, I don't know what to believe though, because I, I mean... First of all, I mean, I'm not going to doubt that he didn't injure his neck because who knows? I just, I just pop- doubt the validity of the story. Yeah, that's it. The, but then on the other because hand, how do you, how do you sell it? He could, he could have also been very dehydrated, trying to get into shape and everything. And after putting on a, a pretty full aggressive match with Rollins towards the end when he collapsed, it could have just been due due to dehydration or something. How do you sell? Sell it as oh, broken neck, career-ending injury. If Sting is given the interview, goes oh, well I'll be back if the if the money's right or if the match is right. Yeah. So WrestleMania still may happen. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. yeah. To me, I don't. That's why I really don't. I can't understand. Yeah. All but, right. But so- uh, after the match. Uh, the demon Kane came out, who uh, everyone popped for. Kane returned. We haven't seen him since Brock Lesnar took corporate Kane out. And uh, I thought he was on a vacation in Hawaii, or did he come back from that? Uh, Yeah, no, he must have come back (laughs) from that. No, he definitely had to have because yeah, because then Brock took out Kane and Brock took out J and J. Oh, go figure. I always thought he was on vacation. Alright. Yeah, because we don't... It was such a minimal thing that we don't remember. But yeah, so Kane was out with that quote-unquote injury. And uh, Sheamus... Sheamus actually tried to cash in 
that night. I think did Sheamus try to cash in before Kane? Uh, I think he tried to cash in before. Oh yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, Sheamus tried to cash in before Kane gives the contract to the referee. I'm go. We got the referee out here. Here's the briefcase. Ring that bell. The referee's like, yeah, the five the five minute stalling of the. Are you sure? Are you sure? Someone cashing in. Are you sure? And then and then Kane's pyro hits. Still could have cashed in right then and there. I don't. And That's the one thing I hate. And every single time Sheamus has got to cash in so far, the referee's been like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what to do with this. I, can I, I, can but I it's do not, this? It's not just with uh, Sheamus. The same thing with Miz. When Miz was cashing in, it would be the same altercation with the referee. I don't right. get why they can't just give them the, ca- the, the case and say, I'm cashing in. And the referee, all they have to do is take the case, turn around, ring the bell. That is it. Even when... That was happening, though. He had the briefcase. He he was turned around to ring the bell, and Kane's music goes off. You could still ring the bell. You're the referee. You're in the ring right there. Hey, and yeah. so, so Kane came out. He chokeslammed him, whatever, and and, and uh, Sheamus is like, bro, do it again. So then he goes to – it looked like he was going towards Rollins. Boom, chokeslam Sheamus. Sheamus didn't get to cash in. Yeah. So. Stupid, but whatever. Yeah, good times. All right, so let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro, which surprisingly kicked off with the Wyatt family. Yeah, big shocker there. Everyone's, oh, reported, huge report. Newly broken next superstar Sting is going to be opening Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Didn't happen. Nope. Wasn't even on Raw. Negative. But uh, the Wyatt family's opened it up, which reminds me just of SmackDown. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's their territory, basically. Yeah. Bray Wyatt basically called Roman Reigns out. Roman Reigns then made his way out to the ring. They basically started the fight. Before that, Bray Wyatt had uh, Luke Harper and Braun Strowman back off, get out of the ring. So they were brawling a little bit eventually. I, I, this part, I don't get why the referees didn't rush down to the ring. Because if this happened any other time, referees are always on. Like, they rush down, try to separate them and everything like that. I don't get why they let this go on for so long as if it was a match. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it seems like, to me, it sounded like they were leading to, like, an unsanctioned street fight type of thing. Yeah. But I don't see how that fits in, really. But eventually, Luke Harper and uh, and um, what's his name and Braun Strowman, Strowman attacked yeah. Roman Reigns, and uh, then Dean Ambrose ran down, which led to the unfortunate return of Randy Orton. If you want to even call it a return, it's been what two weeks, something like that. And unfortunately, he's back. Yeah, which for some reason he's still facing Sheamus at at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I. Yeah. I guess that's the problem with having A and B shows. House shows is when you have a brand new or a feud that's continuing where one group of people that you're feuding with is on the B tour Mm -hmm. and you're stuck on the A show. Why why not just move Orton over to that tour? Agreed. Makes no sense. But up next, we saw Seth Rollins going into the authorities' office to find corporate Kane. 
So um, I immediately thought it was going to be one of those things that they were trying to play off as Demon, no, as Demon Kane being only in Rollins' mind. As in, like, nobody else um, saw that, but... I, I, I saw it as them playing it off as that Kane... Uh, yeah, no, that's 100% Abyss. Joseph that's Park. 100% Abyss and Joseph Park. Yeah, he actually tweeted about that, too. He yeah. said how... Uh, he goes, he oh, get... I guess I'm not the only family that has that. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, but Kane played up the fact he had no clue about Demon Kane. Uh, and then set up Rollins versus Cena for the U.S. title. And then later on in the night, the authority spoke to Kane and asked him where the mask was. And he's like, I gave it to you like months ago. So Yeah, no clue, but he's going to try to help find it. Yeah. So, all right, whatevs. Uh, next up, you had Neville and Lucha Dragons pick up their redemption victory over Ascension and Stardust. You could just say Cosmic Wasteland. Yeah. Even though I think they might have a new name, but I'm not sure if they do or not. I I don't know. Yeah, but this was a do fun match. And I uh I think they, they kept Lucha Dragons in too long. Or more um, so I feel like more so uh Sinkara. I don't know. I think that it was a good uh balance of it. I'm, I'm I just feel like it. they kept him in too long with like Oh, I need to tag, I need to tag, I need to tag. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I got you. No, I, I'm, I was fine with it. I, I think Sin Cara should have had the hot tag a lot earlier in that match than he did. But through everything, uh, it left me saying that Kalisto really can be that next Rey Mysterio in WWE. I mean, you have been saying this since... Uh, I've said it since I've seen him. Yeah. The very first time, March 2012. Yeah. So, kid's amazing. He truly is, and we couldn't be any more happy for him. Uh, next up, you had Ryback picking up a victory over Bo Dallas. Uh, <laughs> you said that like New Day, like yeah, the New no, Day chair. Uh, uh, Kevin yeah. Owens was on commentary, which I oh, yeah. thought was fantastic. Him and JBL yeah. were in agreement in everything. I thought that was great. Yeah. Match wise, <laughs> not too much to talk about. Yeah, not really. Uh, Kevin Owens attacked Ryback at the end of the match, but then bailed once he uh, Ryback started to get an upper hand. Yeah, Owens went for the uh, pop-up power bomb, but got hit with the meat hook, and then uh, almost got shell shocked, but he escaped. Yeah, but uh, it was fine. The match itself yeah. was just a regular match. But there's a filler. Yeah. Up next, we saw the Charlotte. Divas Championship Celebration. Um, Ric Flair was out first, put himself completely over, just as someone's supposed to do. And then uh, finally put his daughter over. PCB came out, and Charlotte said a bunch of stuff that I don't care about. Hopefully nobody else Yeah, I was not a... Yeah, I had no care about it at all. Yeah, but finally Paige spoke up. And uh, said Charlotte's just a placeholder. She called Becky Lynch the least important person of the Divas Revolution and said that she'll never be champion, which is crazy to think about, which is actually true. The least important person of the Divas Revolution is Becky Lynch. Yeah, there's, there is no denying that. Maybe I was actually surprised that they called her up so quickly. Yeah. I thought that she could have still stayed with NXT just 
I mean, when you do have so many people, yeah, you want a revolution, but when you call up so many people at once, that's what's going to happen. You're going to have someone fall into the to the background. Yeah, and then Paige eventually put down Team Bad. She said she spoke about how Summer and Lana, all they want to do are argue over the man they want to climb over or whatever. She said, yeah. where's Natalia? She's not even here. Yeah. And then spoke bad about Team Bella. Also, Team Bella came out. And Nikki said some stuff, but basically just introduced Charlotte versus Brie. Mm-hmm. And then Charlotte went on to defeat Brie Bella, which, again, I said this during the pay-per-view, I absolutely I cannot stand that Charlotte wasn't even selling the, the leg injury from last night. She had such a bad leg injury during the match that she was able to overcome and lock in and put so much strength in the figure eight and then sold the injury after the match, yet no, no sign of an injury until... Yeah, she Bree has to learn from uh, Cesaro. Until Bree started working their leg again. And uh, all of a sudden, again, suddenly healed, just like the pay-per-view, was able to lock in the figure eight. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand that mentality. Yeah. But And then after this, we saw Paige and Natty backstage. And uh, Paige is like, oh, I bet you're here to yell at me or whatever. And Nat, Nat's like, oh, no, actually, you said a bunch of... That you had a valid bunch of valid points, but it was unprofessional. And then said that the only person standing in Paige's way was Paige herself, so. I really dislike Natty. I really do. <laughs> Why, though? I was a fan of her, but then her involvement with Total Divas really got me to dislike her. Like, to the point where I don't care if she's released. I really just dislike her. I don't know. But that's just my opinion. Uh, next up, you have Sheamus picking up a victory over the ruthless, the monster himself, world's strongest man, Mark Henry, in two minutes or just over. I really, I don't understand why WWE is doing this to Mark Henry, especially yeah. since this to me didn't make Sheamus look strong. We just saw what was it like two weeks ago? Big Show, boom, knocked Mark Henry yeah. out during the lumberjack match like nothing. And that, that first bro kick is not helping out Sheamus at all. Yeah, they, they had to do it twice. Yeah. I, helping Sheamus out. But whose fault was that? A little bit of both, I think. I um, think Sheamus should have gotten closer. Mark Henry should have fallen later. Yeah, they hit the bro kick and they were like, oh, he just grazed him with that. Yeah, like, he hit him in the chest. Like they didn't know how to actually sell that. Yeah. So... Sheamus did the bro kick and they again. Still, they still show that same angle on the YouTube show. They showed it on the clip again afterwards. Yeah, I, I don't so. get why. Just change the angle. Tell me that it happened. Um, yeah. Next up, you had Bruce have a new day. Pick up a victory over Ziggler and the Dudleys. Yes, Biggie Langston and Kofi Kingston teaming up with Rusev. And uh, I have to say, during uh, Rusev's entrance... New Day joining in on the taunt with him was great. Yeah, during the match, I marked out for Woods. Because <laughs> I, I was going to say the match was fun and, and dandy, but was absolutely awesome when Xavier Woods was playing Rusev's theme song. I died On laugh. the trombone. That was hilarious. I was like, well, what is he playing right now? Like, I was like, this yeah, sounds... I this sounds so familiar. At first, Cole's I didn't like, get it. And Michael Cole's like, I think he's playing Rusev's oh, I, I was it. like, what? That's amazing. I got it before that. 
I mean, he didn't say that until like two minutes after he started. Because I'm sitting, I'm, well, because I was just sitting there during Raw watching, and I'm like, that's the thing. Like when during moments like that, like my eyes go right to Xavier Woods. I'm like bobbing my head listening to it. So I was like, I know this song. What is it? It's on the tip of my tongue, and then. Cog's like, oh, Rusev Steam. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Which is also kind of an unheard of thing because, like, Woods has taken a lot out of the match by putting the focus on him. So, it's yeah, kind but of like it's still, those, but like, it's like a shared spot, though, where he's sitting there, bump, 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 and Rusev's in the ring doing work. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. So, it's like a shared spotlight in that sense. I don't think yeah. it's one, something like. If it was like Ric Flair out there doing like, oh, I'm Ric Flair, woo. But like there's a match going on inside the ring, which yeah. we've seen him do tons of times, which yeah. I always hate. I can't stand that. But this uh, I don't think takes away from the match. Nah, I was a fan of it. Uh, next up you had Naomi pick up a victory over the returning Natty. It's um, like, yes, this was a good match, but what did it really accomplish? Yeah, it, it just showed me that Natty was still in the same position that she has been the past five years. But it, it's like... Oh, no, I know what it showed me. It showed me that Natty can't defeat anybody without having two people on her side. Like, and Naomi Naomi didn't even really... Like, she they, she had nothing to do. Like, why was that a match? What was the fact that... It, you know why it was a match. It was the, so this way, Natalia yeah. could join, Paige, uh, join uh, Charlotte and Becky Lynch. I mean, that's uh, it's obvious. That's why they had Tamina jump on the apron and Natty knock her off. And that's why they had uh, whoever else jump up on the apron. And then she uh, ended up losing the match because of that distraction. So obviously, she can't win the numbers game. So she's going to go to Charlotte and Becky Lynch. And it's going to be three on three. And then Team Bad's going to be like, I mean, the other one, Bellas, are going to be like, yo, what about us? And then we're going to have a complete circle of everything that we've been seeing. It's just so stupid. It, it, it really makes no sense. It accomplished nothing. Naomi should be champion, by the way. Yeah, she should have been champion a long time ago. I've been yep. saying that for years. Literally, it's been years. We, we said this during TLC when we went at Barclays Center. That was 2011, I believe. Or 2012, I think. Yeah. So, um, since 2012, she was in a position that she should have been champion. And you see this, the Cameron wants to be? She thought she would have been a better member as Team Bad. Oh, Cameron. She goes, I bring the sass. She has a new single out. It's awful, by the way. It's about bullying. <laughs> oh, man. I feel bad saying that because it's about exactly about bullying. Even though she probably bullied many people in her lifetime. Yeah. But no, that's an awful song, and she, yeah. she's she said she did an interview recently where she said that she's going out of her way to to learn how to wrestle outside of WWE or something like. She said something like, "Oh, you're not even supposed to do that, but I'm doing that." Yeah, because Eva Marie hasn't done that or anything. But it's so it's like, oh, how yeah. could you think like, oh yeah, I'd be so much better with. I think she said she would be better with them than. Hmm, was it better than Banks or better than Tamina? Nah, stupid regardless. Yeah, that's which is one, and, one a half. and a half. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next up, you had Big Show big of a victory over Cesaro. Cesaro suplexed Big Show into the ring, but that ribcage injury acted up and he got 
knocked out with that knockout punch. Um, was, was this to make Big Show look like he has a chance against Lesnar at MSG next week? Yeah, but it did not. I, I don't think this builds Big Show up, and we've been saying that for months. Yeah, I agree. It didn't show anything for Big Show. It didn't do anything for Cesaro because he still has that injury. Yeah. So it was just a it was just a reason to give Big Show the microphone after the match. That's it, and nobody cares. He's not the monster. He's not. Who cares? I think anybody going to the MSG show and expecting to see a good match out of them, you will be disappointed. Lower your you expectations. Never, you never know, though. Yeah, but lower your expectations. And uh, I guess we might as well say that there was a commercial that aired during Monday Night Raw, a Paul Heyman commercial for the Go to Hell Tour, which was Brock Lesnar's Go to Hell Tour, uh, all of October. Brock will be on tour going to hell. Uh, starting off, Madison Square Garden show. Then we, Then they said... There was a Monday Night Raw in there, which now they announced yeah. that Taker, HBK, I think Ric Flair, and Stone Cold will also be there. Which yeah, that's will... going to be in Dallas on October 19th. Yeah, so that's the home of WrestleMania 32, so it'll probably yeah. be setting up something like Stone Cold versus Brock at WrestleMania 32. Yeah, and then that night we're going to be seeing Stone Cold interviewing Brock Lesnar on the network. Yeah, and then uh, they announced just randomly... Brock Lesnar versus Undertaker at Hell in a Cell in a Hell in a Cell. Yeah, final I, battle. I literally thought that was going to be Brock versus Lesnar in a Hell in a Cell from 2002. From No Mercy, yeah. I think, 2002. That they were just going to air on the network or something as part it's, of a special. Or like a documentary about it or something. And then I was like, wait, that's the that's the pay-per-view match? Like, that's how you announce that he's wrestling Undertaker? Yeah. In probably what's the main event of the evening? Maybe. I think so, but still, who cares? Speaking uh, of the main event of the evening, yeah. John Cena defeated Seth Rollins to retain the U.S. Championship. Uh, yeah. Why? Why did the WWE Champion lose a match on Raw? Because it's John Cena. Yeah, but that makes no sense, right? Well, yeah. Well, you know. Well, no, you don't know why. I thought that Kane could have done some distraction for this instead of yeah. the frog splash to the roll through to the AA. Absolutely. The match itself was good. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that the, should, the it, same, just to cut ahead, the same way that they ended SmackDown right, with positive exactly. awesome victory, I thought they could have done that on Raw. It should have ended on, yeah, it should have ended with a DQ or a no contest, especially since Raw ended with Kane on the Titantron, corporate Kane, saying that he wants. Rollins to be the best champion, and that there are many people after the title, and then boom, Demon Kane comes through the yeah. ring, dragging Kane, uh, Rollins under it. Uh, that yeah. I, that made no sense as to why John Cena needed a clean victory there. Yeah, and it only brought back bad, bad memories of a rough time in the life of Zack Ryder. Uh, next up, you had. Let's see. Anything to know with WWE NXT? The Vaughn Villains defeated Blake and uh, Murphy to retain. And then Asuka had her, uh, Kana had her uh, name change official and signed a contract with Regal in the ring, leading to Dana Brooks and Emma coming out, telling her that they got to go, that she has to go through them, that they are the trendsetters, yada, yada, yada. She leaves the ring and turns back and gives them a, a little smile. So yeah. I think that um, I, I think that's going to be really cool. 
I can't wait to see what Asuka has to bring to that wrestling ring at NXT. Her English was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, she's been in America for on an occasion with Shine Wrestling and stuff. Yeah. So. All but, right. but they also, they, they uh, advanced the, the tournament, Dusty Rhodes tournament. Mm-hmm. Next week, we're going to be seeing Finn Balor and Samoa Joe take on Enzo and Cass. So that should be a cool match. Yeah, that should be interesting. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's talk about some Smacketh down. Yeah, Kane opened up the show. Said that he's glad to be at work. Back at work, I should say. And uh, announced some matches, and Rollins came out. And uh, Kane said Rollins is clearly angry, which he has training and anger management. And he invited Seth Rollins down to the ring, but Seth Rollins refused and said that Kane really needs help. Yeah. Because Kane has no recollection of Demon Kane. Yeah. So nobody cares about the storyline. Next up, talking about no one caring, Roman Reigns picked up the victory over Luke Harper. Yeah. Yeah. Bray, Strowman, and Dean Ambrose were all banned from ringside. You said you had a lot to uh, say about this match, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I like okay. this. I like this match. I did. So I, used- I thought the the opening was was good. Harper went for that power bomb almost right away. I like that. They did the thing again where that that you like. I like it too. Where uh, Roman Reigns goes for the Samoan drop, but uh, Harper gets out of it by elbowing him. Right? No, I don't like that. Did he hit like him with that. the Samoan drop? No. He, yeah, I don't got, like that. What do you mean? You always say how much you love that. Negative. You don't. One hundred percent. I'm no. Nope, I like back. when he does. I like when he goes for the Simone drop. Luke Harper hits him and and starts elbowing him, but he still gets hit with the Simone drop. He doesn't oh. get out of it. That doesn't escape it. Well, I like this because Luke Harper. It looked like Reigns was knocked out from all the elbows. Like he was literally just would nonstop elbow. It reminded me of like a UFC type bout. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, oh, actually, yeah, Reigns did actually. He got up and hit the Samoan drop after that. Oh, so there you go. Like he looked like I don't he was know, you knocked out. Can't talk out. to me about the smash. I didn't watch it. Oh, so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he did that, and then uh, or did he hit the drop? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think All right. Did. So let's. Oh no, that's when Reigns lifted him up, and then and and uh, Harper reversed that into the unsuccessful pin, but. I that thought I thought that was cool too, but during the match also Harper went for the discus clothesline, turned right into the Superman punch, kind of like dizzily backed into the rope, went off of that, went to hit the clothesline again, and uh, Reigns ducked that and hit a spear, which I thought that was that looked good. Mm-hmm. But up next we saw New Day, New Day taking on and defeating Lucha Dragons and Neville. Um, I like how Woods was uh, still played the trombone even though he was in the match. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, Lucha Dragons and Neville did that same, the rope dive moonsaults from the top rope and the outside, or to the outside from the, that we saw I the just hope they don't beat that spot dead. Yeah, hopefully we don't see it too many more it's times. Gonna, I hope they don't Uso it. Yeah. Uh, the end of the match for me was kind of dull though, where... Just like Woods hit Sin Cara with like a running kick, 
Rich Brennan said it was a knee. I didn't, didn't look like a knee uh, to me. That was a running front kick. Or like a shining wizard or something. Uh, I'm going that, running front kick. That looked like how AJ Lee would do her shining wizards. I don't know what it was. I really I have no I, idea what it was. It was a running front kick. Yeah. It's just like if someone was on the ring, like what Tyson King would do, and he's on the ring apron, and the guy's all Neville, and they're standing on the outside of the ring where you just run and kick the person in the face. That's all he did. Yeah, which so, is a running front kick. But he dropped with it too. So, I, I yeah, that is true. All right. Yeah. So I don't know what to call it, and I thought that was a stupid ending. Eh, whatever. Next up, you had Cesaro take on Bo Dallas and pick up a victory. I was a big fan of this match. This was like a spotlight Cesaro match. Listen, I said that Kalisto, I said this during Raw. I believe that Kalisto is the man of a thousand springboards, but Cesaro is like the man of a thousand pins. He is so technically sound. I love the fact that he did so many different moves and the transitioning was so smooth. I like that part where he was doing the kickups. Yeah. And he could, he, he, I'm sure he, it was just part of the move. And he just did multiple kickups until he finally hit it and flipped Bo Dallas over. And that pin, that pack, like it was a yeah, package he's pin. Yeah, he's been doing that kip, kip up thing for a while. Yeah. That package pin at the end was amazing. Yeah. So. Uh, for whatever reason, Bo Dallas controlled most of this match, though. All right, that was a Del Rio pin. Okay. Oh, so. yeah, Del Rio did do that. But yeah, I feel like he Del got Rio that pin. from Cesaro. I don't think so. I think that was his dad that used to do it. But, yeah, but it was still entertaining. and Actually, not yeah, maybe less. you're right. I think so, because I remember looking this up the first time that he did this. Yeah. And I believe that his dad uh, used to do this, and then... Uh, no, Cesaro doesn't. Oh, I like the part where Bo Dallas pulled the ring apron. Where yeah. Cesaro was on the Which was funny. And he just yanked it right from under him. Yeah, Booker T goes, man, I've never seen that before in my life. And uh, King goes, you've never seen that before. I'm pretty sure Fit Finley made a career of that. And Booker T's like, I've never seen that done before. Yeah, they had to stop like, kind of pulling a Matt Stryker on each other. Trying but, to outsmart each other. But did Finley do that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure everyone. Because I know. I mean, I feel like we've seen Finley trap their opponents in there and beat them up. But I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Fit did make a career on that. <laughs> up next, we saw Charlotte and Becky uh, in the ring. Charlotte was out there cutting a stale promo about the Divas Revolution, while mm-hmm. Becky Lynch just stood there like a dog, side kicking it up. Yep. Paige came out, kind of snidely apologized. Well, not even like apologized, but kind of. Well, no, she said like yeah, she's not kind good of at apologizing. This, yeah, it was blah, like alluding blah, blah, blah. to it. She didn't actually say it, but she was alluding to it. But yeah, she's very sarcastic with yeah, it. Yeah, so she was kind of apologizing for what she said on Raw. But uh, Natty came out and said she couldn't be more proud of the current generation of divas or the next generation, whatever you want to call it. Uh, she just wishes that she was a part of it. Yeah, Paige said that she was better than Natalia, slapped Natalia, left, and really just left me thinking there was no real reason for Charlotte and Becky to be out there other than what you said before is that they're kind of pushing them towards Natalia where they're going to be. That's the only reason to keep that multi-tag team going, and I do not get it. 
Let New Day be the only three-way tag. Let them be the new Freebirds. You don't need so many three-person uh, three tag teams. Cut it out. This is what's ruining the Divas Revolution. It creates a lack no, of storylines, no, 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 no. a lack Divas, of creativity with matches. The Divas Revolution died at the pay-per-view on Sunday. No, it was dead long before. No, no, no. It was, it was like... It was just beating a dead horse. No, no. It was like... No, it was dead. No, no. It was like recovering from a no, stroke. Oh, yeah, no, no. No, no. The Divas oh, Revolution had a stroke and then false. just finally died on Sunday. False. No, 100% no. That is a pretty uh, crummy way to explain it. But I definitely disagree. I think that it was dead a long time ago. And I feel like they're trying to recover, but it is just ending up. They're recovering. It's just beating a dead horse in the corner. It is bad. So, moving on. Next up, you had uh, Dudley Boy's promo. Yeah, no, you didn't. You had Ryback and Dolph Ziggler Back defeating Ziggler. Rusev and Kevin Owens. Oh, yep, I jumped ahead. And uh, Kevin Owens tagged Rusev in as soon as the match started, which Rusev called in Ziggler to the ring, so he tagged in. Uh, the match, I thought, started strong. And then it ended weird? No, well, eh, I mean, I, I didn't get why Owens left. I was going to say that it started strong, fell apart in the middle. As soon as Rusev did that kick, which, the, the spin kick, which, I don't know, I rewatched that a bunch of times, did not hit to me. I don't know what it was. I don't know, like, Ryback, I don't know what Ryback was thinking. Like, if he was, maybe Rusev was going for, like, a, I don't know. It was like Rusev shoulder blocked I mean, uh, Ryback shoulder blocked Rusev while Rusev was going for the spin kick or whatever, and it ended up looking awkward, and Rusev ended up coming out on top of that, which made no sense because Rusev got hit. So, but like you said, Kevin Owens left the match. Rusev watched him walk off when Rusev turned around, super kick, and then Ryback hit him with shell shocked. I thought the ending was fine, but it just goes to show you that that Owens is one of those people that, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, he's for I'm himself. Me. Yeah, which I'm fine with. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> Up next, we saw the Dudley boys walking backstage. And uh, Bubba Ray was talking about New Day. And then Renee Young interrupted them to uh, kind of ask them about New Day. And Bubba Ray was uh, talking about them. And he was saying that New Day doesn't act like champions. And at Madison Square Garden, they will become the new tag team champions. Uh, primetime players stepped in there and wished them good luck, which was dumb. Why use primetime players? And then primetime players were like, after you're done with New Day, it's primetime. Please, yeah. please know. We already went through that. It was not good. Mm-mm. But uh, after that was the main event. Dean Ambrose picked up the victory against Seth Rollins. It really, was really just a normal match. Yeah, it was your typical Rollins-Ambrose. We've seen it a million times. Nothing yeah. nothing new. Nothing came out of it. Kane's, just, Kane's yeah. pyro hit. Lights turned red during the match. Ambrose rolled Rollins up to win. Yeah. Kane was shown backstage smiling, and uh, Rollins yelled at Kane. Brought up uh, Sting's injury, and I, I, 
like you said earlier, why like with the ending should have been like a DQ or something. Mm-hmm. Kane should have been involved, maybe. I'm, I'm More fine importantly with this. for me. I'm fine with this ending with him losing due to this. I just think that that should have been also how he lost on Raw. But for me, I'm disappointed with the fact that the Wyatts weren't involved. Especially, like you have Wyatts involved with Ambrose. But you can't just have one person. At, you can't have each person attacked in the main event. Or he's in the main event. But why? Like even after that. Yeah, I wouldn't be a fan of that. I don't know. I think that it's fine the way it is. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about some outside the ring news or take a break. Obviously, take a break. All right, then we'll be back here on Marking Out. Hey, everybody, this is Lex Luger, the Total Package, and you are listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 242, prowrestlingtees.com slash out. Uh, feel free to purchase a t-shirt or seven or two yeah. or one. If not, at least subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah. Moving to some outside the ring news. Uh, let's kick it off. What do you want to talk about? Let's go from the start with TNA with those uh, house shows. People have been tweeting out pictures of the wrestling ring. But it just doesn't – no fans. There's no fans in the pictures. Uh, there is a lack of audience. And they're claiming that they had drew 500 fans, 750 fans, 850 fans. Yet the pictures don't really show that. And one of those events was for Kurt Angle's return to TNA. And yeah, I don't know TNA. why. You, I don't know why you would have Angle's big return on a house show. Because what better to have his return than in front of 50 people? Yeah. So, uh, all right, talking about returning, uh, there's rumors circulating that WWE is interested in hiring a Hispanic wrestler. And to cover that, they are going to Carlito. Uh, he, was form- he was released by WWE for the what? Wellness, wellness policy. I wellness policy. Refused, I think he refused to go to rehab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what do you think about that? I know you've always been a fan of Yeah, him. I've always, yeah, I have. I've been a fan of Carlito since he debuted. I thought that was great. And, Don't uh, they already have Hispanic audience cover? With? Like the Los Matadors? Well, I mean, that's what they wanted to put Carlito with them and repackage Los Matadores. Oh, so we would have another three, uh, three-man tag team. But it probably I don't Great. I don't know if it would be a three man tag though. The only three man tag I care about is New Day. Yeah, but no, I don't man. I don't think it would be a three man tag. I don't know how that would work. I don't know if they'd be like kind of the Joey and I'm not a fan of Carlito. I don't know. I've I'm not a fan. Been, I've always been a fan of him. There's so. plenty of if you're looking for a Hispanic wrestler, I'm sure you can find better out there. Who? I don't know. I'll I'll give you a list next week. Yeah, I don't think so. Write write that down in your notebook. I uh, want that list. I'm good. Why you you think that Carlito's the best out there? Uh, for the Hispanic wise, I mean, you can't go to Lucha Libre. They did that with Sin Cara. Look what happened. What do you mean? Sin Cara just didn't have any time to learn the American style. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. I'm talking about the original Sin Cara, Mystico. 
who is uh, now Mestezas. For some reason, I was thinking of Lucha Underground. There really isn't any big Spanish. I think you have Lucha Dragons. But that's not big enough to be like a main event. And Carlito is? Carlito, I don't know. I don't know. Carlito's been up in that main event scene before. So he's been up there before. It's all about how you build somebody. And look at how many people you have in NXT already. You're going to tell me that Carlito deserves to be in a main event ahead of Devin and all these other wrestlers? Come on. He doesn't want to be up there. Come on. Dirt sheets, rumors, everything say that. That uh, Finn Balor wants to stay in NXT. Yeah, Carlito apparently turned down the contract offer, though. Yeah, because he wants more low. money. Yeah, because he's probably making bank every time he goes to Puerto Rico. Yeah, he should stay there. Next up, you had WWE wow. tryouts for Donald Trump over here. WWE tryouts for uh, women tryouts. Uh, some of the names rumored to be there: Allison K, Katie Forbes, Daria, Matt uh, Daria from Tough Enough. And a few others, so it'll be interesting. I think that they're. It's good to sign a bunch of them to the development contracts, but I also think that they have to be careful not to oversaturate the division. Yeah, but no, NXT. it's not oversaturating though. It's it's not like they're going to debut. Well, that's why I'm, that's what I said. What I said for development for it's, it's more so. Let's sign a hundred people, whatever. Let's have a hundred people in NXT. And you was they're not NXT. No, NXT is mm-hmm. two different things in my mind. Well, Developmental not, performance no. center is where you train. Performance NXT center is NXT. Is NXT. Show. No, I that's agree. there's two different NXTs. Okay, if you, you don't so. get signed to the performance center, you get signed to NXT. Mary, <sighs> it's not necessarily mean you're going to debut for NXT television. I don't know. I disagree. You train at the performance center. You get signed to a to a developmental contract to train Which is at NXT Center. I disagree. That, you can't disagree um, on facts. Next up, you had MVP. He was backstage at Night of Champions. Uh, yeah, yeah, so was Scott Hall. Was he? Yeah, and apparently, I think one of those Japanese wrestlers might have been there too. I'm not sure. Mm, no clue. But I saw Scott Hall post a picture with Becky Lynch. Yeah. He goes, "Bro, I wish your clothes were off." Wolfpack symbol. Probably. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Makes me sick at times. Why? With some like the tweet of that that uh, the nude picture of that woman and stuff like that. A nasty. I know. Yeah, he just his account was quote unquote hacked. Yeah. Okay. Him, him and Vader. I really want to. I would if it was up to me. I'd unfollow them in a heartbeat. I find them both disgusting. Well, we got honky tonk out of the way, so yeah. not that he tweets that out, but he just he's just annoying. Yeah, there's a lot of other wrestlers that we follow that I found very annoying, but you won't let me. So, uh, next up, you want to take some of this? Uh, Just incredible will be retiring this November uh, at PWS Pro Wrestling Syndicate on eleven twenty at the Starland Ballroom in New Jersey. Uh, he'll be taking on Tommy Dreamer. I know that's one of his bigger feuds from ECW. Yeah, it's, it's about time he hangs up them boots. It's cool though that he's been like he's got to do a lot of stuff. Like he tagged with Lance Storm again for PWS recently ish. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I have no respect for him either. Why? So, well, with it being an addict and everything like that, I have no interest in seeing just incredible. I I don't care for him. 
I used to be a fan of his with ECW. I used to be a fan of his with X Factor. But then with all the drug-related stuff that's been going on with him in the past, I really, I could care less. Couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't care less. <laughs> I gave thank him a you. piece of gum, and he didn't even say thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I still have no problem with just incredible. I I don't care. But uh, after that, uh, really out there story. Tank Abbott, UFC or MMA legend? Would you say? I don't know. Past person, past uh, personality, WCW wrestler. Uh, Tank Abbott, yeah, offering $100,000 to any woman that can beat him in a fight. Now the question is, does he actually have that money? Yeah, this is like he's challenging Ronda Rousey. I mean, dude, you, you're, challenge, you're not Andy Kaufman. At least he had class a little bit. I don't uh, know what's wrong with Tank Abbott. I, I'm not a fan of Tank Abbott either. This is like becoming like the outside of the ring news is becoming love. Like an open book of who I dislike. Why don't you like Tank Abbott? Well, let's just, I mean, you know, nothing for nothing, but he's putting money on the line that he could beat up any woman. I mean. No, that's not what it is. Also, also. It's not, it's not that I could beat any woman. It's if you can beat me. Yeah. Which means that he'll throw a few punches in there. And then he. Kaufman did the same thing. He was fighting in a backyard. uh, One of his opponents from UFC back in the day. He fought someone in the backyard. Like So? Kimbo Slice does that still, doesn't he? <laughs> doesn't he? I don't think so. <laughs> I think Kimbo retired from that. But was, Kimbo, I, was he a homeless person or was he the one no, fighting he, bums? Yeah, he was the he was the one fighting uh he wasn't fighting bums. Never? He was just fighting he was fighting people that were like, yeah, I could definitely I thought, I thought he was fighting homeless people at one point. I mean they may have offered them money to take a punch from him. I don't know. I'm not too sure. Uh, yeah. Speaking of things that we are tentatively sure about, uh, WWE is going down to Mexico. And on that tour of Mexico, it was announced a long time ago that Undertaker is going to be wrestling. Super cool already that Taker's working house shows in Mexico. And uh, then they just announced that the matchups are going to be Kane and Undertaker teaming up to take on Luke Harper and Braun Strowman. Yeah. Uh, I think that's cool. Yeah. I'll be there live for it. Yeah? Are no, you I'm excited? Yeah. <laughs> Super excited. I've always wanted to go to a WWE show outside of the country. That would be pretty cool. And not Canada. That does not count. I would love to go see a WWE show in Canada. I mean, I'm not like ruling that out or anything, but that's not what I'm talking about. I meant like Mexico, Japan, UK. Isn't Mexico equivalent to Canada? No, because they oh. don't because they don't do live shows from Mexico really. They just do live oh. events. Okay. Yeah. That is kind of weird that they don't do that. They'll have live raws from uh uh Canada but not from Mexico. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Um, as I'm like talking about all this, I'm going through my mind about all these other wrestlers that I dislike and would love to unfollow. But Ooh. yeah, uh, that's the thing. Um, I, I, hate, I, I, I hate Sid. Oh, yeah, we already unfollowed him. But that's not even a real Yeah, it's not anymore. even the real Sid. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Sonny. 
really don't like her. I would love to unfollow her. I wish uh, she would just respond once. <laughs> I want to have her block us. Um, I don't know who else. Maybe Cole Cabana. Not too much of a fan. Yeah, but Just Incredible's up there, I think. Probably a lot of other older wrestlers that really uh, stomp on your dream, stomp on your like childhood a little bit, kind of like Vader and uh, Scott Hall. Scott kind of Hall, not, I don't know though. Scott Hall's cool, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, he seems like dirty. Who yeah. tweets out that stuff? It's just weird. The guy's weird. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so let's get on with some results from this past week. You had Ring of Honor on the 18th, All-Star Extravaganza 7. The tag team titles were on the line as the Kingdom defeated the current champions, the well, not current, the former champions, the Addiction, and the Young Bucks. Yeah, AJ Styles picked up that victory against Adam Cole and Michael Elgin and Roderick Strong to uh, become the number one contender there. Yeah, you also had the All Night Express reform. Kenny King made his return to Ring of Honor, teaming up with Rhett Titus to defeat the Briscoe Brothers. So I think Kenny King's done with TNA now. I popped for that. I saw a picture of that floating around yeah. Facebook, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that there was no like hard feelings with Kenny King in that return because how he completely, they were doing the tag team tournament. Yeah. Left Rhett Titus to go to TNA. So I'm happy that that was able to kind of uh, be in the past. Yeah. Uh, Ring of Honor World TV Champion Jay Lethal picked up the victory and defeated Bobby Fish. Yeah. And then later in the night, he also defended his Ring of Honor Championship and defeated Kyle O'Reilly. It's funny. Like, normally I'm used to saying Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, right? This I one did. was too separate. Yeah. I completely didn't even catch on to that. I'm like, why isn't that... Why is that set? like it? I knew there was a connection there, but it didn't hit that it was Red Dragon. Yeah. Um, you also had SWA Revolution steps to the Pinnacle Three, taking place on the nineteenth in Deer Park, New York. You had Young Lion Alexander James pinning, picking up the victory over the former Pride champion Johnny Malloy. Um, this is going to get him back on that winning track that he was once on. Later in the night, Malloy was challenged by Frankie Stars at the next event. This would be Frankie Stars' retirement match. So, good stuff there. Falaba made his debut. I'm sure it was a large debut. That's, I don't want to say what large is that debut. To yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like an impactful debut, I should say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no large debut, no. But he picked up the victory against Mike Magnum. Yeah, always good to see Fala uh, tra traveling a little bit more. Uh, you also had the NYWC champion, Stockade, pick up a victory over Jack Gallo. Yeah, and the Canadian Superman, Nova Scotia, defeated the rogue Anthony Gangone to win the Pride Championship. Uh, Gangone was suspended for the remaining of the year after this match. Yeah, by their new, uh, I think, commissioner. But, yeah, so go check out SWA. You ever been up in uh, Nova Scotia? No, I have not. Have you? I have, yes. That's where my first cruise that I took went to. Oh, very interesting. There was nothing to do. Oh, even less interesting. We went, we went to a Jewish museum. Okay. And That's I nice. believe 
And then we also went to Halifax, which I think had the Titanic graveyard. Oh, very like, interesting. Yeah, this is super cool. Let's take pictures of gravestones. Hey, come on. We've done that before. That does get cool. Uh, it's cool when it's like, uh, well, I mean, these that are was from cool. 1920s. But those people aren't really buried there, are they? Were they really? They all well, died in the sea. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they recovered some bodies. And dig up bodies from the ocean. Why not? There's no way they did that. Back in the day, who knows? It's kind of cool, though. It's shaped thought, like a boat there. That's cool. Yeah, I'm so, talking, me, me and Brandon yes, in Salem, uh, David's Massachusetts. Al- yes, David's alluding to all the witches. and. Yeah, that was such a cool cemetery because we would walk around and like find stuff, what, from like early 1800s, maybe even I early. would say 16, maybe. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Oh, how creepy was the one where there was like an actual dead person's hand sticking out of it? Oh, man, that was freaky. See, you can't hell. sell things for anything, so screw you. I cannot. But something I can sell to you is these upcoming events. September 30th, CCW Dojo Wars. Go check them out. Uh, You're going to be able to see all the upcoming CCW wrestlers and all the CCW wrestlers of the uh, current roster. That's going to be taking place at 110 Harmon Drive, Suite 304, Blackwood, New Jersey. Check out czwrestling.com. Yeah, also on 10-2... You got Tier 1 Wrestling taking place at the RS Studio in uh, Queens, New York. Check that out. You're going to be seeing the Tier 1 champion Luke Hawks take on Tim Dunst. Yeah, you also got the number one contendership on the line as Joey Ace takes on Rude Boy Riley. And we have a six-way elimination match with Mike Verna taking on Sonny Kiss, Eric Dravens, Bobby C. DeNaro. Uh, Mark Angel and Mike Orlando. Yeah, the elite athlete. Uh, should be a very fun event. You're also going to be seeing Vanity in action. But yeah, go check out Tier 1 Wrestling, tier1wrestling.org. Um, you also have on 10-4 TNA. No, well, it's fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, TNA. TNA. They're just as good as anybody else. TNA, Bound for Glory in Charlotte, North Carolina. You're going to be seeing Kurt Angle return to the pay-per-view, or whatever they have now. Take it on an unknown opponent. Yeah. All- you- yeah. It's, oh, that's mad. I was going to say, talking about unknown opponents, Ultimate X match for the TNA X Division title. Tiger Uno taking on unknown, unknown, unknown. Yeah. I was going to make a Kurt Angle brother joke, but that's messed up. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, oh, he's taking on his brother. Yeah, no, I don't even, yeah. That's poor. <laughs> but uh, TNA Championship will be on the line. Drew Galloway is taking on Ethan Carter the third. Yeah. So go check out uh, that event because, yeah, that's really your main event. Yeah, you got Kong versus the Gail Kim. You got yeah. Who's Bobby Lashley. Who's even? Uh, probably Gail <laughs> Kim. Is it? It, yeah, I don't. To, I have no clue. It has to be Gail. Kim. I, that's why I didn't put a C next to any of their names. I don't know who the champion is. I but, think it, no, because Gail Kim defeated what's her name, Taryn. I don't know. I think. But who cares? Something more important than TNA, presented by NYWC. You got marvelous Perusu USA. This is going to be the second event put on by Chigusa Nage, uh, Nageo. Uh, this is going to be an awesome car that you should check out. 
taking place on October 4th in Elmhurst, New York. Yeah, at the Queensboro Elks Lodge. Yeah, tickets are dirt cheap at $25. You're going to be seeing Veda Scott team with Willow Nightingale to take on Deanna Perrazzo and Brittany Blake. Yeah, Wantanabe is teaming up with Cheeseburger, taking on Rory Gulak and Ultimate Security. You got Rex Lawless taking on DJ Hyde and taking on Nate Carter. Rick Cataldo and Eddie McQueen teaming up to take on Penelope Ford and Vanity. You have Leo Rush taking on Amazing Red. Yeah, and uh, a few other matches. You got Davey Boy Smith Jr. and uh, Sumi Sakai teaming up, taking on Patrick Clark and Kimberly. Yeah, that match is going to be a very cool match. I'm assuming that that's going to be the main event. Probably. With Davey. Um, but yeah, go check them out. Go support Perusu, uh, Marvelous Perusu Rest, uh, USA. Go show your support once again. Yeah. Uh, follow them on Twitter. Go like them on Facebook. All of that fun stuff. They're doing really, really good stuff over there. Hey, Dave. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you very much to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. Go follow John at Mr. John Faust, Legend Killer at Legend Killer 2K8, Ricky at MOSSOW, Easy Wrestling at Extreme Zone 14, B Mont B at NYWC underscore sign guy. Eric at Montreal Broski, Jasmine at Reverse NM Sage, Evan Bordner at Evan Bordner One, Rice God at Jose Dinero Seven One Eight, and do uh, also go support and like Park Ridge Pro at Park Ridge Pro. They have their uh, debut event uh, tomorrow, Saturday the twenty sixth. So if you don't know the information, go check it out. Um, yeah, very cool. Thank you very much for everyone. Also, go support Mark Carino Designs. Uh, this is the page of Mark Carino of the Heavenly Bodies. Uh, you can go check him out if you need a graphic designer, if you need anything like that, t-shirts, whatever. Go check him out. You can go follow him on Twitter at Don of Desire PWS. You can go check him out on Facebook. It is facebook.com slash Mark Carino Designs. Uh, he has some excellent products. He puts together a lot of the uh, a lot of your local promotions that you see with the event cards, all the posters. He's usually the designer of all of those. So go support him. If you need anything, reach out to him. If you need a logo created, reach out to him. Um, yeah, he's highly recommended by us. Um, <laughs> we never even... No, but he has tossed out a lot of uh, ideas to us. Yeah, but like regardless, which is now what two and a half? Yeah, two and a half. His uh, the posters that he makes are awesome. Yeah, and he's his very designs talented. are really yeah very talented. Uh, he has his website listed on his Facebook page, but go check it out: facebook.com/slash Mark Carino Designs. Uh, that's all I got, Brandon. Any shout outs? Ready shout out gonna make you pregnant. My first shout out goes to Adventureland. Uh, if you grew up on Long Island or you have 
kids these days and are from the area, you've probably been here. Uh, a book about their history came out last year and uh, finally was able to pick the uh, the book up. I went to the park, picked Is it up. Is it heavy or? No, it's like, it was like 90 something pages. Oh, because you said you finally got to pick it up. So I didn't know if yeah, it was no, a like, too heavy for you. That was like, was that supposed to be a joke? Uh, it's still better than your previous joke on this podcast that will not be repeated. <laughs> no. Joke of tenth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's still a joke, though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was, uh, I've, since I, I first found out about the book in May when they emailed me a coupon <laughs> for it, and I wanted to go on my birthday. I was supposed to go. It rained. Didn't get to go. And uh, I really, it's it's cool because it's like, because I mean you've been there tons of times. Yeah. And it just, it's childhood memories. Walking, even walking through that park, it's like, even though it's like changed, there's still. It, a has, ton. it has changed a lot. Yeah, there's still a ton. Like at one point, it was crazy in the book. They were like, here's a rare picture of when the train was black. There's like a train that goes around the whole park. Yeah. And for one season, I guess, the train was black. And I was like, oh my God, like I remember this train being black. Yeah, I kind of remember the black train. Yeah, it's crazy. But one thing I didn't like is how when I went there, their arcade. Their arcade stinks now. They have like everything that they have is based off of tickets now as opposed to like a legit arcade. What? Uh, did, you, did you walk into the arcade at all when you went or no? Yeah, I've been in the arcade before. Not this year, but last year. But what do you mean based off tickets? Like um, uh, like, like it, the it, uh, it ticket you... numbers. What? I don't, where, you, where you earn tickets. Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's what an arcade always was there. No, no, no. It used to. They used to have actual video games too, like uh, joystick video games. Maybe when you were like, like Simpsons and stuff like that. Bro, you're from 1987. Dude, but 85. No, that you've but, been going there since oh. 1987. <laughs> no, I've been going since. You're older than the looping star. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think you are. Um. I don't know. I, I just when I walk into an arcade, I want to see some video games, and they didn't have that much. Yeah, that's not what arcades are these days. Kids don't some, care for that. I don't. Yeah. So, but yeah, it brings back a lot of memories. The book. It's a picture book. With oh, words. it's not I, like I, it's not I, a full picture. You know, book, you know how you told me you used to be an all star at that ladder climb. What? The ladder climb. <laughs> the bell. I said that. Yeah, you said that you were, you used to be really good at it. <laughs> When, so when did I, I walked, say that? On the podcast, you've said it before. So I laughed <laughs> like, because when I was walking by, someone was climbing and the guy, the helper, is like holding the rope steady for them. And I'm like laughing. I'm like, ha, I wonder if that's what happened with Brandon all those times. And the guy was just like <laughs> holding the rope steady so this way you could get to the belt. Yeah, I know. I could never do that stuff. <laughs> but uh, we watched. We were watching this. This guy was doing it. He was like, we we're like, oh, he's going to make it. He's going to make it. Oh, yeah, he didn't make it, but it is a lot of fun. Yeah, but a bunch of stuff changed. The book is cool. It's cool that they were like, "Oh, if you uh, you could still catch a looping star." It's on. It's it's in a traveling uh, carnival in Spain now. Really? Yeah. How crazy is that? Oh, a bunch, a bunch of these rides, a bunch of the rides that can be like picked up and assembled elsewhere are instead of like the the original haunted house, like was actually. Like built there as as a as, as a post. Is, what they have now is disgusting. Disgusting. 
Yeah, it's I think not you're using it's, the wrong word. No, I'm disgusted by it because it's not. It should not be called the haunted house. When I got out of that last year, the guy's like, "So, uh, how was it?" I was like, "Honestly." <laughs> so the exit when I stepped in. Yeah, it's awful. I mean, whatever. It's awful. But that's one of those rides that can be packed up and put somewhere else very easily. So, yeah. But it's cool. Uh, well, they gutted the inside. Have you been in it? Yeah, last year. What do you mean? They yeah, they, they gutted the inside compared to when we went as kids. What are you talking about? The no. entire inside is new. It's a different haunted house. It's the same haunted house. They just no, changed it's it a out. different haunted house. What do you mean? It's not what we've seen ever. It's completely new. Yeah, they as just two, built no, onto it. No, no, and they gutted no, it. No, 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 no. You didn't bring yes. it down to their floor. Yes, they I'll did. Bet you. They took the floor out and everything. Like I just said, the old haunted house that we know as kids were one of those haunted houses that it was actually built there. This one is this brand new, can be packed up in our RV track, like a, a trailer. I thought that they still have the same exterior. I mean, they did. They no. had, they just built onto it. No, nope. those were the same. No, those were the same doors that we grew up. No, nope. Uh, nope. Same placement, but no, everything's brand I, new. I kind of no, uh, it's, you can't. It. No, it's one hundred percent. You're wrong. I just wrote a book about it. It's yeah, completely I think they new, lied to you. bro. I there's pictures of them building this one. No, no, they like putting to it do. together and, and dismantling the other one. Regardless, that's three and a half. It it is discuss like the inside. You go through the doors and you see the floor. It's not dark. You see the floor panel. You see the next like oncoming attraction in the haunted house. You see it coming. So there's no shock value. David, you see it's meant the for children. <laughs> no, but it used to be really dark in there. It used to be fun. It was dark when I went in. Not anymore. This, I, this past season, I mean, I went I a few months ago, and they, like, you could actually see the floor, dude. When you were there, did you happen to notice the tree at all? Yeah. What about it? Where was it? I. I think I, it was in. Either they didn't have it. Or it was in uh, fenced in. Because last year it was fenced in over by the uh, the roller coaster. It wasn't there anymore though because they they took it out and made room for that new coaster that they have there. Okay, so maybe they don't have it at all anymore. I don't think they disappointing. I mean, I have it at all anymore. Yeah. So anyway, if you're young or you have young kids, I mean, go to Adventureland. You got to go there at least once. I feel like. Yeah, I think some of the attractions that they had, like on the actual outside of it, used to be on the inside. I'm sure some of them, yeah, but that doesn't mean that the haunted house is the same outside. No, it's it's different. Like the skeleton. No, that I'm used saying to, the, ske the skeleton frame. Yeah, this. What do you mean the skeleton frame? Never mind. It, it's never mind. Yeah. It's gonna take too long to. All right, the Muppets, next? the Muppets new sh television show on ABC that gets the second shout out. It's brand new. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. I can't wait for more. I'm seeing a lot of people like going back and like indifferent about it. I like some it was people great. were like, I have to see one more episode. No, well, I don't need to see before. any more episodes. I know it's great because um, it, it's about Miss Piggy. She's uh, a late night talk show host, and it's it follows that, but it follows behind the scenes of that. So it's like. Fozzie's the announcer. You got Kermit's the producer. Uh, Gonzo and a few others are the writers. Yeah. Oh, Dr. T's 
and the Electric Mayhem are the band. Yeah, it's definitely funny. It's very adult comedy, which is also another reason why people are up in arms because yeah. it's not like for your children. Because it's sexually explicit and stuff. Yeah, I mean, and then they have like jokes about like AA and stuff like that. Like just like <laughs> he goes in the wrong meeting. <laughs> yeah, that, that was funny. That was funny. They had like a lot of like just hidden jokes like that. Yeah, that, see, that's what it's funny because I like when. Like Muppets and uh, like the which Sesame Street characters are also Muppets, but when they go on late night talk shows in general, mm. they're more risque. Yeah, and it's cool because it's these things from our childhood that you don't really normally see them pushing the envelope with stuff. Man, there was a one Kermit joke that was like pushing the envelope. I forgot what it was involving though. Yeah, I don't know, but it's definitely funny. He goes, "I uh, definitely have a type." yeah that's funny but uh legends with jbl is a blast it's uh it's on the wwe network and the first two-part episode aired uh it was jbl interviewing eric bischoff and i thought it was very entertaining yeah they spoke about obviously wcw and everything else and uh uh vince russo ton of stuff it's cool Mm -hmm. And so. it's funny, JBL asked him if he still talks to Ted Turner. Uh-huh. And he goes, maybe like, uh, what do you say, like 10 years ago maybe? He needed a reference. That's you, funny. Yeah, imagine that, like going to, like Ted, Ted Turner's your reference. Yeah. Which is weird because I didn't know, yeah, because him and Jason Hervey were doing uh, a TV reality show or whatever. and he needed You keep on saying that guy's him. name. I don't think anybody knows who he is. The Everybody knows the Jason Hervey. They have to. No. Wait, yeah, Wayne the older the brother. Years. The older brother from the Wonder Years. Yeah. So, which, by the way, I had no clue he was a producer for WCW, like, for mad years. Yeah. And uh, Fred Savage has a new TV show out coming next week. I think. Check yeah. it out. Yeah. It's probably on Fox. Yeah. But that's our show so far. <laughs> Let's move on to our moment of the week. That is right, our mark out moment of the week, y'all. I don't know why I did that, but it's gonna have to go again two weeks in a row. WW2K16. Uh, Joey Styles kind of leaked it on Twitter and then 2K confirmed it with a video of Joey Styles. Oh, I didn't see the video. I was trying to find it. Yeah, they did a vi- they showed a video of Joey being like, hey guys, I'm here in the 2K studios recording commentary because uh, Joey Styles will be calling Mikey Whipwreck versus uh, superstar Steve Austin. For yeah, that's very, so very that's awesome. cool. So I, that I like the me- attention to detail that they've been giving it. It, it kind of sucks that it's just for the story mode and not like, but like we're used to that because they've had JR call stuff before and just for that. Uh-huh. So maybe there will be glitches where randomly we're in a match and we'll hear Joey Styles at one point. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I know there's been points where Jim Ross randomly said stuff. But uh, hopefully that means that maybe we'll be seeing or hearing Tony Schiavone. And maybe. Somebody. Like I don't know because you can't have Jerry Lawler calling uh, Stunning Steve versus Ricky Steamboat. So maybe, and clearly Bobby Heenan's not in any shape to record commentary. Yeah. 
So maybe it'll be Tony Schiavone and JR or something? Maybe. I guess we're going to find out soon. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool if that was the case. Yeah. Uh, I know at one point they showed a video of, uh, you know, I forget who was in the match, but they're showing footage of it. And uh, Jerry Lawler goes, how the, the ref is blind. Even Ray Charles could see that. I was like, how did they include a line like that in the video game? Yeah. But, yeah, it should be cool. Mm -hmm. they, they they showed clips from the My Career mode. It's a lot more in detail than last year, but I didn't play last year's because my system didn't have a My Career mode. And uh, Bill DeMott's not in the game anymore. Woo! Jason Albert is, so that's pretty cool. But, yeah, uh, so. yeah that was our show this week. Uh, thanks for much. Thanks very much for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Mark and Out, at Dave the Rave underscore MO, at BTTG161, Facebook.com slash Mark and Out. Go to MarkandOut.com for past episodes, current episodes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Stream this live on Stitcher Radio. Uh, com slash Mark and Out. And. We wish you the, the best of luck in your, in your future endeavors. endeavors. I won't wait. Officially fall.